Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. I'm Ann. Ann, it's pretty hot out there. We went from freezing. Yeah, freezing to... last weekend, rainy to 90. It's unbelievable. <laughs> New England spring. <laughs> way, to, way to stay hot. <laughs> yeah, so um, we have some interesting um, things to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened this week was the... Um, some of the initial budget conversations were put on hold mm-hmm. for very uh, real concerns. Yeah. So you want to talk about that for Yeah, so we, we had a budget meeting on June 2nd, and we had the public forum piece of it, and then we went into the regular session. And Councillor Kane um, was the first person to speak, and he was concerned because, you know, we haven't really finalized the conversation on the $475 million pension bond um, ask. And we're, we have a budget that's been submitted to us by the administration that takes into the assumption that that is going to pass. And we would have been starting to review that budget. Um, and that budget would have basically been showing us that the 475 has been approved and we're assuming that those things are happening. And what Councilor Kane's concern was, was that we haven't had those, con- we haven't had the 475 vote could go up, could go down. If it goes, if it, it goes the wrong way, the administration's going to have to sharpen the pencil and give us a different budget. So we put it on hold and yeah. we're going to come back on June 14th and talk about he the He wanted pension. to know if it would be uh, typically as they review each department and then they, they talk about cuts and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that that's, it's, it's not an accurate depiction yeah. because they haven't settled the 475 mm-hmm. yet. And um, Councillor McCarthy said, this is what we do every year. Um, and Councillor Kane said, uh, not when there is a pending legislation that would drastically affect this budget. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there was some there was some comments made that it's like the first time we've ever seen a budget. It's not the first time any of us have seen a budget. It's the first time we're seeing a budget that has an assumption that legislation has been approved and it hasn't been. The full discussion hasn't been made. Plus, we've only had one meeting, one meeting yeah. about four hundred seventy five million dollar pension obligation bond. And it was played out in the newspapers by this administration that it's a great thing for the city of Quincy. And it's all about taking the pension obligation bond and funding it fully and taking that obligation off of our general ledger and opening up really opportunities to spend, but not actually dealing with the crux of the problem, which is the investment portion of the pension, the Quincy Retirement Board. Yeah. Councilor Kane said, I think the assumptions here are a little too heavy for us to make any decisions on any section of the budget. The department people... Who are going to present tonight, I don't think that is fair to them, and we wouldn't want them to come back and do the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said we could go through the through these next two nights, get a lot of work done, find out it doesn't go the way we want it to, and we all back in the same spot, and a lot of people's time and energy was wasted. Right. Um, and then Councillor Harris um, doesn't didn't seem to thought something nefarious was was happening. Whatever's going on tonight, I'm not going to judge it or judge it or judge anybody, but I think this is really not acceptable. The yeah. fact that we're all of a sudden going to say tonight mm-hmm. or tomorrow night, it's not going to happen. So he, he seemed to want to work the next three nights or something. He wanted to work over the weekend. He wanted to work on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Not realizing you have to advertise it. Yeah. It's, the interesting thing is, is that, that we have to have that conversation. The $475 million bond has to be decided. Otherwise the budget isn't real. I mean, this is the, my very concern from the very beginning that this we were doing this at the same time concurrently, and you can't really have those those things concurrently. You have to have the four seventy five first, have that real discussion, and we should have been having that for the last year. We shouldn't be having one meeting, one and done, or two and done. This yeah, is, it's it's crazy. We're talking about that amount of money, and mm-hmm. you're 
and it seems like they're rushing it because yeah. they're because they're holding like they're they're holding you hostage, kind of like. Those words weren't welcomed when I said those. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, but that is legitimately the definition of hostage. Either do this, or something bad's going to happen. Yeah, something bad. Something bad's going to happen. Schools, police, yeah. fire. So yeah. we'll get into some of some of that stuff. Um, I, I did listen to uh, the mayor's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I did too. Podcast Quincy. Yeah. Um, so I have some comments here um, from the mayor. So he talked about. Um, he looks at two things every budget uh health insurance and the pensions um and those are the first two things he looks at yeah what we don't look at is we don't actually look at full-time employees at the beginning and how many people retired we actually don't know how many people work for the city of quincy because when we get the budget we have to ask that question so that's one of the things you should be reviewing too it should be a reconciliation of who you have working for the city who's retiring from the city What's your breakage from that retirement? None of those conversations yeah. ever happen. Um, so what he said, he, what he began to do last fall is he asked his municipal team uh, to take a close look, get a hold of our consultants, our financial advisors, all the experts to look at whether it was feasible to float a bond, essentially take on debt to fully fund the system. So mm-hmm. this is last fall. We didn't hear about it, though. <laughs> and and what's interesting, too, I think he also mentioned something to the effect of that um, our bond counsel, Cinder McNerney, basically is in favor of this. She never really said she was in favor. What she said is Quincy has the capacity for excess levy. So if it doesn't work, you can tax everybody. That's what she said. <laughs> Cindy McNerney from Southwest Hilltop has suggested this is the right way to go for Quincy. Mm-hmm. She's one of the experts in the industry, so it makes sense. No, she never said so that. So he never, she never said that. But she was very cautious. She kept saying, what you need to do is manage, 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 manage. The key to this is the management. I'm not an investment expert. You need to manage it. Right. <laughs> and you, the good thing about Quincy is you have excess levy capacity. So at any time that you get into trouble, you can go back and use that. That's a concern. <laughs> yeah. And I don't believe anybody really wants to do that. Nobody in their right mind would ever go back and tax to the max because, um, you know, we don't have to go to two and a half because we have excess levy capacity. And I just want people to understand that if the, the mistakes, the 1% mistake that we make, the $9 million mistake that we make when we get to an unfunded, you no, know, that un, second unfunded debt um, that we'll be creating, we'll just be coming back to the taxpayers to pay for something that we shouldn't have to pay for twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he went into his whole, you know, it's much like refinancing a home, mm-hmm. um, consolidating the debt. And then he said that um, the savings, um, a portion of it would go to offset and help our budget going forward. And then some would go into a, a reserve because the experts want to see a reserve. Mm-hmm. So um, and he said the budget going forward, you know, we, we have very uh, robust school system, first class police, mm-hmm. first class fire department, new apparatus, new cruisers, mm-hmm. um, a building, building a brand new public safety headquarters to meet the demand of uh, today's needs, both from our public and for our personnel um, that serve in the police and fire departments. And then he said, we're a big city. It costs money to run a city. We have great parks, great libraries, Public works is very responsive. We're getting a lot of street work and sidewalks done. Um, outstanding service in rubbish collection, plowing. Um, and he's proud of the management and the employees. So this is this is where I get into, I, I agree with all those things. We have all of those things and more. But yeah. if we don't agree with 
the administration on the 475, this is scare tactics to say, we won't have any of those things. But really what is happening with the 475, um, the $475 million and and basically refinancing and, and making opening up that um, ability to spend isn't about all of those things. What it's about is all of the other additional projects that are coming down the line. Yeah. <laughs> and we have so to be realistic about, about this. Yeah. yeah, we have to be realistic about this because you know, if you bonded out 30 years, you're opening up your ability to, you know, you're lowering that payment and you're opening up your ability to spend more money. If you wanted to just, you know, do it a little bit shorter and just pay off the, de the debt obligation, you might be at $30 million and you still have a level set budget. But that's not what we're doing. What we're doing is we're creating opportunity to spend. So let's talk about some of those, like the itemized list that we can just pull together off the top of our head. Yeah, so we we did this just quickly, and I'm sure we've forgotten some, but mm -hmm. uh, there's the downtown, the master plans, right? Which we keep talking about, new master plans, because, yeah. you know, we have the MBTA and, no, Quincy um, College. Quincy <laughs> College, and he's, That's he's million using money for, federal. from the pandemic, but mm -hmm. he still needs over $100 million, mm -hmm. and with costs of um, building material going up, it's it's going to be $200 million. At least. Um, and, and let's the, not forget, it's not Quincy College, that's City Hall. Right, yeah, mm -hmm. um, of fire headquarters. Mm -hmm. Because because we don't really, that public safety headquarters is only the fire management that's going to be in there, the management system, the management team. It's But we're going to have a fire headquarters that we purchased the land for on Washington Street. How yeah. much is that going to cost? I've noticed that he kind of conflates kind of the fire and the police under that public safety mm -hmm. headquarters now. It's really mostly a police station, like you just said, yeah. right? Yep. Plus, um, we have all those fire stations that are in desperate need of attention that we're not talking about ever. But yeah, Ward 4 looks pretty sad when you drive by A little bit of paint would help it. out, so, but morale yeah. in those places. Yeah. Um, then we have um, a, the Presidential Museum that he's <laughs> he's talking about. That's um, only going to cost a few thousand, a few hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, a new building, mm -hmm. um, three-story building with a deck going over to Freedom Park and then cleaning up Freedom Park. And we walked through Freedom Park last week. And <laughs> they haven't touched that in God knows how many. I think this they, is... There are a few new, new, new bushes, mm -hmm. but um, the benches are all broken. And it's I mean, just... if you let things rot, then of course you're going to have to... Yeah. Redo things. We Why not don't... maintain them? I don't understand that part, but yeah. degradation by design. <laughs> and then the Marymount um, uh, pedestrian slash vehicle bridge to Pine Island. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we said Quincy. Ching cha ching. Yeah, General <laughs> Bridge in that park. I don't know if that's going to come back, and I don't know what that is. Squanum Elementary School, St. Mm -hmm. Mary's School is just sitting there. Mm -hmm. Well, we purchased that. Yep. Yeah. The, the Christopher Special Education Center hasn't started, and you know, escalations of 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 cost to actually build. That's going to probably come back to us too. Yep. Um, then there's there's um, some work I know that's been done on design, redesigning um, the berm in Howes Neck. Mm -hmm. Um, these are not bad. I'm not, I'm not we're not saying yeah, by any means, we're not saying, saying it's a lot. It's not just streets. Yeah. It's, it, it, and I'm certainly not saying that any of these, none of these projects aren't valid to be able to discuss, but to be able to discuss them, you have to open up your checkbook. And what yeah. we're doing is refinancing the pension obligation bond to do that. We're going to put it out 30 years. We're not going to fix the way we invest and we're going to open up our ability to bond more. And when in 30 years, none of us are around to actually deal with the second fund, second unfunded debt liability that we create. You know, we've kicked the can so far down the road. That's where we're at, Kev. Yep. And then the, the USS Salem, which we've heard rumors about, which they want to move from the shipyard. Um, 
to the town river. Um, <laughs> I hope that is. And buying that whole yeah. block there for yeah. like $5 million. I mean, yeah. so it, it's- That doesn't just, even come to us. And that's a whole other problem is these projects are hidden behind the scenes and then all of a sudden they pop up and it's like, we have to do it. It's just not city um, basics or essentials. It's Mm-mm. somebody's dream that they want to put their- fingerprint on Quincy mm-hmm. before they leave. Right. And just and the same thing here is the same thing with this pension obligation bond. It's we I met, you know, we met with the team, the expert, you know, the expert team and we're bringing it to you and you know, you shouldn't be asking any questions because this is a no-brainer. We should just do this. Yep. So, um yep. he did say, you know, I think we're as good or not better than any community in Massachusetts providing services very efficiently to the taxpayers. And some people complain about taxes, and I get it. But if you do the comparison, we are right in the middle of the pack. We have the best services in Massachusetts, and I don't care who you try to compare us to. Mm-hmm. He said you can go to another community where they pay far less taxes, but they have far less services. Some places you have to pay for rubbish. He he always brings that up. It would help mitigate. Um, and this is it will help mitigate some of those tax increased needs for keeping up the services that we know and enjoy as a city. Again, people. Wouldn't Scared mind death. that, but, but but that's not what's happening. He's yeah. So his savings that he's going to get. We're not seeing. So the taxpayers of the city of Quincy with the current with the current budget they put in front of us, it's a six million dollar increase. So you're basically refinancing something, and all the savings is going to be going into all other places in the budget, and the taxpayers are still paying taxes. And in this particular case, we do have a problem. But this problem isn't something that just popped up this year, Kevin. The pension obligation bonds is you know, something that's been going on for the last 20 years. And it's been a D and an F and it hasn't been managed correctly. Right. And this year after a pandemic and with a lot of projects that we want to get done, we're going to do it now and we're going to put it out 30 years. And there's no conversations of how we're going to make sure that we're not creating a second fund. Yeah. So on liability. Then he went on to say, I know that what the hesitation would be. I know it's a big number and I know the council has to do its due diligence. And I hope they do it soon because we are dealing with the city budget at the same time and who's and and why is that yeah why are we dealing with both of these issues at the same time is it because of the city council nope nope it's because of the administration and are there choices that could have been made to maybe discuss this earlier and be more prepared maybe last fall maybe january february march april may yep but we're in june and we didn't create this issue the council yep so um I think that does it for that issue. Yep. So, you know, we're going to have the meeting on June 14th. And if it gets voted, um, it gets approved. We'll have budget meetings on June 15th and 16th. And it will go forward with that. If it doesn't, we'll have to see what happens. So stay tuned. If you have any questions, feel free to give me a call. Happy to talk about it. Um, We have the next update that we have, I believe, is on um, Pine Island. Yeah. The Conservation Conservation Commission meeting on, um, it was held June 2nd. There was a number of comments. I think there were five letters and a, and a bunch of comments from neighbors mm-hmm. um, that weren't very happy or had some ve- very valid concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, and Councillor Phelan was there and he spoke up. He's been getting a ton of calls. and um, he I don't had, think he supports it. Oh, no. He said this was a plan by the council uh, before him and um, he and would <laughs> definitely not have voted for it. And I believe it was there before you it joined was there, the council yeah. too. Maybe, yeah. So um, he feels it's a very sensitive area. Very few people um, go out there now. Um, he's walked out there. He's done tours there. It's a very delicate environmental area. He had concerns. Uh, he brought up um, about what those pilings would be treated with. 
um, there was some another uh, commenter saying that um, these pilings could actually go down 75 feet from original 30 feet. Um, uh, like I said, it's it's digging into it. And no question there would be damage to it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he said, talked with a lot of neighbors and had comments. Uh, there are endangered species there, osprey, piping plovers. Um, and maybe it's better that area is left alone. Um, tons of wildlife. Now it's going to be open to everyone. Feels very strongly that it will uh, affect the estuary at this point, and he is in opposition to it with the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some interesting things came up. Like they don't, they didn't know, they couldn't answer the public on what those mm. the wood would be treated with. Yeah. It's a lot of money that's been spent on this project, and again, not one that has been vetted with the public. And I think this is one of the key things we're hearing from people, Kevin, is that there's all these projects going on, and we just listed off a bunch of projects, and they come in last minute, and there's not a lot of public commentary. And people feel like they're not being part of the community to develop maybe what's the best, what's the best use, right. what's the best process, what's the best. We're being told this is what's happening. And you know, in this particular case, if this group didn't actually hear about this and get involved a lot of the neighbors over there wouldn't know about it and it's very upsetting to people that there's this, this project this far along and you know if you're interested in learning more you can go to quincymakingwaves at gmail.com and they will be happy to help um educate you on how you can make comments to mepa they have to be in by june 15th june 15th and yep. and, and uh the conservation commission commission is putting it on hold till uh july 7th till they get Till they hear some of those comments. Yeah. So because the neighborhood and because of um, Councillor Phelan, I believe, um, and the advocacy that Councillor Phelan has been supporting with the neighborhood, it's been it's been continued. And I think it's something that if you're interested in learning more, definitely get in touch with Quincy Making Waves or Councillor Phelan. But it's an important issue and something that we should all be involved in when we're, we're making these choices for our community. Right. So now we get to, I think it's time for listener mail. I think it is too. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Uh, This first one is from uh, Christopher. Uh, Mayor Koch wants to get the facts out about the proposed pension obligation fund bonds in his most recent podcast. Perhaps she should state all the facts. The mayor speaks about the wonderful grades of the Quincy School Department in his podcast. What about the grades for the City of Quincy Retirement System? All D's and F's from the Pioneer Institute. No wonder Mayor Koch doesn't want to talk about it. He, the mayor, relates the pension obligation bonds to refinancing a mortgage. When I I refinance my mortgage, I look for a lower rate and a shorter term. Mayor Koch is proposing a lower rate and a longer term Hmm. for the pension (laughs) obligation funds. Doesn't make sense to me. Mayor Koch only talks about the savings from the pension obligation bonds. Now... About the invest, not how about the investment uh, return rate risk? If the Quincy retirement system inv- investment rate is less than the bond interest rate, then the taxpayers lose. Pension obligation bonds only work if there is a competent investment management and oversight of the pension fund. This is not currently the case with the Quincy retirement system. The proposed savings would just allow Mayor Koch to spend more money in the city budget without supposedly raising taxes. If all savings went into the reserve funds, then maybe the pension obligation bond might make a little sense. We all know the familiar story from the mayor on tax increases. You are benefiting from increased property values. The tax increases are not my fault. (laughs) Increased property values result in unrealized gains. Increased property taxes result in real increased tax payments by the taxpayers. Give me a break, Mayor Koch. 
Quincy City Council members, please vote no on the pension obligation bonds and the proposed city budget until Mayor Koch improves the investment management and oversight of the City of Quincy retirement funds. Don't fall for accepting the partial facts put forth by Mayor Koch. Demand full disclosure of all the facts. I think what I'd like to say is put forth by the administration because he's got to correct, you know, it's there's a team of people working on this, but it's truthfully, yeah. it's not completely forthcoming with what the impact is going to be. Right. You know? I mean, there's no, and there's no, there's no, not even a discussion of it. All we're talking about is how we can, you know, get the, um, get the funding obligation mm -hmm. off of our general ledger so we can spend more. <laughs> yeah. And this is from Thomas. As I see it, the city has four options for dealing with its unfunded, unfunded pension liability. The first option is continue to pay into the fund based on the current funding schedule that ends in 2037. The total cost of those payments by the city under this scenario is $729 million. The second option is to do a $475 million bond issuance and pay off the bond over 30 years. Depending on the interest rate of the bonds, assume 2 to 4%, the total cost of the city over 30 years is between $636 million and $824 million. Under this scenario, if the interest rate of the bonds exceeds 3%, the city actually pays more over the course of 30 years than they would otherwise. The third option is to do a 470 5 million bond issuance and pay off that bond over 20 years. Again, depending on the interest rate of the bonds, assume 2 to 4%, the total cost to the city over 20 years is between 580 million and 699 million. Total savings to the city on this scenario would be between 30 million and 148 million. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth and least costly option is to do a 475 million bond issuance and pay off the bond over the same time period as option one. Again, depending on the interest rate of the bonds, assume two to 4%, the total cost of the city over 15 years is between 559 million and 652 million. Mm -hmm. Total savings to the city due to the lower interest rates would be between 77 million and 169 million. Mm -hmm. The mayor has submitted a budget that chooses the most <laughs> costly option to the city over the term of the bond, mm -hmm. 30 years. High finances. And, and saves the least amount versus the current 2037 funding schedule. Mm -hmm. The mayor, the administration's plan is riddled with problems that yeah. are going to cost the taxpayers down more money in the long run. Right. And open up a checkbook yeah. for him to spend more money. So. <laughs> Um, and then the last one is from Joe. Um, and not on city services. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Uh, I wrote these words in, in, in my Quincy Sun profile for my second Ward 1 bid in 2019. Due to the past, present, and future plans to amass monstrous debt and unfun unfunded pension liabilities, the city needs an independent outside financial review of our current fiscal situation, as well as our forecasts and plans. We cannot let lofty designs leave our children and retirees in a financial mess. Mm -hmm. And then, so listening to the mayor's podcast, you get the impression this is a normal blip in the budget, like you see when we have a very snowy winter and extra plow shifts were needed. He's become a spin doctor. This is not the case of a simple home refinance, 
as he'd have us believe. This, this government by fait accompli, where the council is squeezed between the mayor's hubris and working class Quincy pensions, the mayor is simply kicking the can forward a couple decades for our children to deal with when he's just remembered as a picture hanging on a city hall with a condo complex named after. He loves to say we are in the middle of the pack as far as taxes go, but our pension plan is ranked near the bottom and has been for some time. Mm -hmm. The problem is not new. His attention to it seems to be. Mm -hmm. Yes. So and that, at the end of the day, um, facts are tricky. They are tricky. And the interesting thing is this isn't about the taxpayers and this isn't about even the people who have retired in the city of Quincy and protecting them. This is about opening up opportunities for this administration to keep going with their special projects and special interests. Yep. And, and that does it for listener mail. Um, please, please keep these coming forward because don't, you don't get this kind of level of detail on, on the mayor's podcast. Plus it helps. Yeah. I think it helps everybody understand yeah. it. Helps yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, these, these letters are great. Um, and then we do have an announcement. Um, the Quincy Arts is having an open house mm -hmm. um, and you're invited to join the fun. It will be held outside on the lawn, on the lawn. Um, they're having a plain air painting and a live model um, sketching demo. And, and uh, June 13th, this is June 13th from 1 to 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then they have their annual meeting from 3.30 to 4.30. And, and that's at the uh, Quincy Arts. Um, and that's located on 26 High School Ave, Quincy. Um, you can just go to Quincy Art ma.org mm -hmm. or you can give them a call at 617-770-2482 definitely get involved quincy arts are great yeah the quincy arts association is fantastic and if, if you if you don't recognize that address it's behind the current uh fire headquarters yeah and we'll have it at the bottom of the podcast yep yep and it's quincy graduation so congratulations to all the north quincy high school and quincy high school yeah. graduates class at 2021 yeah, i'm we so know quite sorry a few, so yep. congratulations i'm sorry that the year was tough for you guys with um with all the covid but it ended i'm like it's ending on a high note and i'm very excited for all your futures and looking forward to seeing your graduation yeah so that'll do it for another uh jam-packed uh, <laughs> always city jam -packed. limits episode so uh join us again next week yep. on city, city limits. limits thanks thank you